I wanted to create Digital Product Lab because I kept hearing women in my community saying that they wanted to have a product, but they just didn't know what they would sell. When I hear that, all I hear is women downplaying their own genius. We're naturally creative beings. We problem solve all day long for our entire lives. We adapt, we fight, we overcome. And those things have been handed down to us over generations. It's literally in your blood. And so figuring out a great product, it's not only possible for you, it's impossible that you couldn't do it. All you have to do is decide, I'm gonna make something really special. There's something about that decision that just makes you magnetic. When you think your work is special, when you think it's good, when you're obsessed with it, when you're going over and over and over it, making it better and better and better over days and weeks and months and years, people feel that energy and they want to buy what you have. They don't want to buy from anybody else. Even if they could get the same product cheaper, they want to get it from you because no one else has what you've got. The right digital product will have people writing you thank you emails after they buy. This isn't hypothetical. This is something that happens to us. And if it happens for me, it can happen for you too. But like I said, you already have everything you need. There's innate genius inside you right now. There's million dollar ideas that you haven't even thought of yet, but it doesn't mean they're not there. I'm not here to tell you step-by-step step what to do. I'm here to remind you who the fuck you are. And when you remember that, you won't be able to help but make something brilliant. We're about to do something really special together. There's ideas that are gonna be birthed in this training that will change your life, your income, and the lives of other people forever. This is the Digital Product Lab. Let's do this. Are you guys ready? This is the last night. Some of you guys are going to come into the mastermind. Some of you guys are in the mastermind. I'll continue to help you. We'll continue to work together. Some of you I won't see probably until next quarter when we do another event. And this, what I'm going to share with you guys tonight is so important. Okay. So I teach the mindset stuff, right? I feel like that's kind of what I'm known for and what my reputation is built on at this point. But I think the reason that I like focusing on it so much is I like to teach the mindset so that you can execute. I like to teach the mindset so that you can get results. And I think something people get confused about me and my work, <laughs> you'll figure it out if you get in the mastermind. You know, I tell them all the time, like I'm not committed to making people feel happy all the time. I'm not committed to making you guys feel better. In fact, if I thought you guys being super stressed out and overwhelmed and frustrated and thinking your work sucks would make you more money and get you better results, I would help you do that. <laughs> so I'm more committed to getting you results than I am committed to making people feel better. But I'll tell you right now, and we're going to talk about this. 
stress, overwhelm, act and and shitting on yourself just in general does not create more action. It does not create more results. A lot of you guys are realizing that, right? If being hard on yourself was helpful to you in building your business, a lot of you guys would be making a lot more money than you're making right now. Let me know in the chat if you're like, yeah, if thinking your work sucks, I would be a millionaire. <laughs> if being stressed out made your work really good, I would be super rich. <laughs> Where are you guys at? Tell me in the chat. I'm going to get my slides up. Everybody, please cross your fingers that this works. <laughs> Okay. All right. You can see and hear me. Okay. Let's do this. Um, we're going to go, I'm going to go fast. You guys know the drill. Choose not to be overwhelmed, right? It's only too much information. If you have the thought, this is too much information. It's only overwhelming if you choose to think thoughts that are overwhelming. <laughs> okay. So in this community, this is a community of bosses and leaders, Okay. We are not overwhelmed. We're not confused. Everybody's fine. I got you. We're going to go and I'm going to go fast and I have a lot to say. Okay. That's how we roll around here. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> I feel like every training I do, people are like, I'm overwhelmed. Who's new here? Who's this, who, who's at their like first Faith Mariah event? Is Digital Product Lab some of your guys' first times hanging out? I'm Faith Mariah. I suck at introducing myself. I always just assume like, I know you guys, like, I feel like you're my friends, <laughs> but I went from living below the poverty line to running a multiple six figure online business. I've coached hundreds of women with their online businesses. I've literally heard everything. You guys saw a little bit of my coaching on the zoom call we did on Tuesday. And if you haven't watched it, I really suggest you listen to that replay. I think you'll get a lot out of the coaching we did. I did not start out as a business coach. I started with a mental health blog. I scaled it to a 30,000 plus email subscriber root list, $5,000 of passive, $5, passive income per month. Um, I'm a certified life and weight loss coach from the Life Coach School. I have a degree in psychology, a master's in public administration. I have over five years of social work experience in domestic violence, low-income housing, at-risk youth counseling, and suicide prevention. And I also do two years of full-time service work in AmeriCorps. I feel it's interesting, like, and I mentioned the social work stuff, because I really feel like a lot of those jobs prepared me for what I do now, which I think is so interesting, because I did not see that coming at the time. <laughs> okay, so tonight, we're going to think like a boss. Like I said, we're not confused. We're not overwhelmed. Everybody's good. You're going to get exactly what you need. Listen to me, because this will help you in every training and every course you take. Okay, do not go into anybody's training, my training or anybody else's training. Do not go into any training and waste your time sitting there thinking, this is really overwhelming. This is too much information. This is too fast. I wish there was a workbook. I wish the calls were at that time. It's just a waste of your time. Not for my sake, right? For your sake, for your own sake, for the sake of your own results. You get better results when you decide to be someone who gets what they fucking came for, okay? So we're all gonna make that decision together. We are all someone who gets what they came for in this community. This is a community of bosses and a community of leaders. And you show up like that. And if you commit to showing up like that in your business, in the programs you take, and your social media, that alone will start getting very, very different results for you than probably what you've been getting right now. Okay, so bosses manage their own thoughts and feelings, even about swearing. I'm going to swear. It's just how I talk. I'm sorry if you don't like that. Uh, 
you know, you can find a different coach, you can choose to give me grace, or you can just choose to manage your thoughts about it, right? Um, Bosses choose not to create overwhelm. Overwhelm and confusion is a choice. I want you to hear me, like, I want this to, like, be branded on your brain. (laughs) The next time your brain is trying to tell you, I'm confused, I don't know what to do, I don't know how, that is optional, You can choose a different thought, a much better thought. You guys can give me your favorite like anti-confusion thoughts. Mine is like, even though I don't know how to do it, I'm just going to try something. (laughs) You guys see the difference? Like it's very different. You have to get yourself out of that victim. Like I just don't know what to do. And this is all very overwhelming. Makes you zero dollars every time. Okay. Um, We learn faster as a community. So as you're listening When something hits you or something you want to remember something or you want to share something with the group, type breakthroughs, all caps, and then type your takeaway in the chat. It does a couple things. It cements it in your brain. How many people listen to a podcast? I listen to a podcast and like the next day I've like basically forgotten all of it. (laughs) Right? So we want to cement this in our brain. We're all taking the time to sit here. Let's cement your takeaways in your brain so you don't forget them. And then sharing amplifies. So when you share them with the community, other people can learn from your breakthroughs and you can learn from other people's breakthroughs, right? So someone might not have heard me say something or they might not have, I might not have said it the way you said it and that might resonate with someone and help them get a result they need. Sharing's caring, you guys, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Bosses decide ahead of time what result they will create. So you decide, you do this and listen to me, do this in every training For the rest of your life forever, you decide ahead of time, I'm going to get everything I need. I'm going to get exactly what I fucking came for every time. Doesn't matter how much the course sucks. Doesn't matter if the teacher sucks. Doesn't matter if you can't go live. That does not matter here. Okay. We create our own results. We decide ahead of time the experience that we have when we're in courses and we're in trainings. And that will put you ahead on like every course. And I'll tell you one more side note about this. In every program I'm in, I'm in a lot of programs. I work with a lot of people. I love learning. I'm like a huge nerd, right? But in every program I'm in, there's always people. They're kind of like the token whiners. Who knows what I'm talking about? Especially in the Facebook groups of some of these programs. And they're like, um, there's not enough live calls or there's not enough workbooks or this is wrong and that is wrong. And I'll just tell you guys, I have never seen any of the token whiners be the breakout success stories of those programs ever, not one time. So do not borrow their thoughts. They're going to offer you their shitty thoughts about the course, about that it's missing stuff, that you don't have enough information, that you're not getting enough coaching, that you're not getting enough time. They're going to offer you their shitty thoughts that are creating their mediocre results. Do not borrow thoughts from people who do not have the result that you want. (laughs) Okay. So you got to think, The person that's going to go into that course, go into that program, go to this free training and have just like a totally transformation, right? And start making money and blow their business up or do whatever it is they want to do. What would that person be thinking? They're never thinking the token whining people's thoughts. Okay. You guys just look around, you'll see it. And what happens is like one little token whiner will go through and then other people start borrowing that person's thoughts and all of them go together and validate each other. And they all create mediocre results. That's it. Right. You don't want to be that person. You don't. Right. 
Um, <laughs> bosses show up like leaders. What's up, lurkers? Where are my lurkers at in the chat? Who's always in the? You're like I'm in the chat, but I'm not like typing anything. <laughs> you're like you're like I'll come live, but I'm not participating. <laughs> I know what you guys are up to. <laughs> Everybody just commit to participating. It'll be more fun for you. Um, bosses get their questions answered and are willing to feel cringy, embarrassed, whatever. I don't know if I'll have time to answer questions tonight, but I if I do like be ready to go. Like if I have time at the end, I'll ask you guys and you can put them in the chat and I will answer them. You guys know I love answering your questions. I just did a happy hour, like a little bonus happy hour last night. If you guys want to watch the replay from that. And I was just chatting with some people about their ideas. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. So this is where we're at in this program. I set it up like this. The first night we were talking about generating ideas, right? So we can't execute if we can't generate ideas, we got to generate the ideas first. If you are stuck on having an idea, if you're stuck on coming up with something really good to sell, go watch night one again, okay? The second night we did the coaching and I was helping people refine their ideas, right? So the first step is like generating all these ideas and then we have to pick one and kind of refine it and hash it out. And that's what we were doing the second night when I was on Zoom talking with all of you. Um, watch that because a lot of this coaching that I gave other people will apply to everyone. Okay. And then the final step is executing. So it doesn't matter how good your product idea is. A lot of people have great money making product ideas. Some of you are on this call. You might even have a great product already, right? But if you can't execute, if you can't create results, if you can't go out in the world and sell it and get it out into the world, it does nothing for you. It does not change your bank account and you help nobody. You help absolutely nobody, zero. So the execution step is really important and that's what we're talking about tonight is how to create results. So let's talk about creating intentional results, okay? A lot of people do not understand how to create results. And this is what I see all the time is like, this is why New Year's resolutions don't work, right? So everybody, it's like a joke, even in our culture, how bad we all are at doing New Year's resolutions. And this is what people do. They decide, okay, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. New Year's, New Year, new me, <laughs> right? Who's, who does this? I love New Year's Eve, by the way. New Year, new me, I'm going to lose 10 pounds. And then they make a list of all of the things they're going to do right? They're like, I'm gonna join like Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, I'm on keto, I'm crossfitting, like they make a list of all the shit they're gonna do to get the result, right? And we're taught in our culture, if you want different results, you just do more action. And I'm gonna challenge all of that tonight. I do not think that's a good way for you guys to create results, right? And I think a lot of mediocre results are created from that. I think a lot of burnout is created from that. A lot of hustle is created from that. We're going to talk about how to create really powerful results, not just doing more things, right? So instead of doing more action, we're going to be more intentional with what we're thinking and how we're feeling while we're taking the action. I'm going to break all this down for you guys. Okay. So we do New Year's resolutions. We write down all the actions, but we, but, and I'm going, I'm like, New Year, New Me, going to lose 10 pounds, right? But then the whole time I'm like, I suck. I'm disgusting. This is the worst. I can't ever do this. I hate working out. How long do you guys think I'm going to take, keep taking those actions for? If I'm having those thoughts, how long do you think I'm going to keep doing all my action steps? Not very long. <laughs> Probably some of you guys have done this, right? <laughs> but we do this with our business. 
right? You guys do this with your business where you're like, okay, I'm going to make a product. These are my action steps. Got to record my slides. Got to get my Instagram game up. I got my little plan. But then you're, you're doing the same thing where you're just like, I suck. This isn't going to work. So-and-so stuff is better. This is too hard. This isn't even working. I spent all this time. I spent all this money. I don't have any results. And you're doing the same thing right? Just like the weight loss example I gave you, you're doing the same thing. How long are you going to keep executing your action list when you're thinking like that? Not very long. <laughs> Where are my stop start people at? Where are my people that like go hard for like three weeks and then you like disappear for like a month and then you like go hard for like two weeks? Where are those people at? Put a one in the chat if you're a stop start person. So a lot of this just creates like frustration. And because we don't understand this, then we use that as evidence of why we suck. So it's like, I can't take action. I know what I, who has this thought? I know what I need to do in my business. I just can't do it. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm not doing it. I know I need to do, I'm just not doing it. All that bullshit. Because you're not managing your thoughts. You're trying to willpower yourself into action, right? You're like, the shitty thoughts are like trying to do the action while you're like dragging a boulder up a mountain, right? It is just impossible for you to get where you want to go. You're dragging around too much crap with you in your brain. So we're going to talk about how to line your thoughts up so that your brain is helping you instead of dragging you back down the mountain. You feel me? <laughs> okay. Yeah, we got a lot of stop start people in here. <laughs> that type of thinking is so exhausting. Yes, it is. <laughs> Yeah, doing the same thing over and over with the same results. Yeah, sometimes you got to change up your plan. We're going to talk about business planning at the end. So listen, I need you guys to understand how to create results. A lot of people do not understand that what they think impacts what they do. Sounds really simple, right? But no one ever fucking talks about this and no one teaches us this, which is insane. Okay, so listen, we have to understand how results are created before you're going to go out there and consistently execute and consistently create results. So all results are created from action, right? From doing, but all action is fueled by your thoughts and your feelings. Okay. So all results are created from action. We get that part, right? We're like, we'll make our little checklist, a little to-do list. Like our culture loves a, loves a fucking to-do list, right? We do all that, but then we don't work on fueling the actions with the right thoughts and feelings, and then we can't get the result we want, and then we use that as evidence against ourselves about why we suck and how we can't do it, right? But all, all that's happening is that you just didn't understand how to manage your brain. I'm going to teach you right now, okay? What is an area of your life you create results without drama? So I want you to tell me in the chat. I want you to tell me an area of your life where you create results without any drama. Maybe you just go to work and you sit down at your desk and you work and you don't have any thoughts about like, I suck. I don't know if this will work. I don't know if I can do this. Or maybe it's like with your kids. Like you just know, like, I know what's best for my kids. Like I know I can decide what's right for them. Or maybe you're really good at exercising every day or you're really good at eating healthy and you just don't even think about it. You're like, it's just something I do. Do you want to tell me in the chat a result you create in your life already without any drama. Yeah. Listening to music, laundry. Yeah. It's just like brushing your teeth, <laughs> right? You want to think about areas of your life where you do just create results and you don't have any drama. So this is my goal for what I want you to do. So we talk about the baby entrepreneur roller coaster, right? Where it's like, oh my God, I'm doing it. It's all working. We're all up here. And then like an hour later you crash down 
someone leaves a mean comment, someone asks for a refund, whatever, you just have a negative thought, you're just like, Oh, my God, I suck, right? And it's just up and down. I love is Taylor on here, Taylor, my student Taylor always says she's like, I got off of the baby entrepreneur roller coaster, I'm now on the train, I just go straight, slow, <laughs> it's all leveled out. <laughs> so she got off the roller coaster, who needs to get off the roller coaster and go on the train, you want to think about those areas of your life, where you just do things without all of the mental drama, right? So think about how much more you would get done. If you had a plan, you make a plan. In the mastermind, we make a 90-day plan. If you join, you'll get like instant access to my 90-day planning workshop. And you'll make a plan and then you'll execute it all quarter long with us. Okay. Think about how many more results you would get if you just made a plan. You just came in your office, you sat your ass down at your desk, you just did your things, and then you got up and left and you didn't think about your business and you didn't think about how it's so hard and you didn't think about so and so stuff. And you just came in and did your work and that's it. <laughs> like, think about where you would be in 90 days if you just executed without all the bullshit. It will save you so much time and energy. It will make you so much more money so much faster. I promise you. Okay. So you guys like my really fancy uh, graphic design. <laughs> so I was really proud of this. <laughs> so this is your action mobile. Okay. It's cute. It's pink. Matches my slides. You're welcome. Okay. Here's your action mobile. We want to take action. Okay, we're like, I want to do the thing. In order to take your action over a long period of time, consistently, this is the other key to business, you got to be playing a long fucking game, and you got to be consistent for a long time. Okay, if you want to take the action consistently over a long period of time, you have to have your thoughts and feelings fueling those actions, they have to be lined up. Okay, if you're trying to create the action of building a digital product. And while you're sitting there, you're thinking, I don't know how to do this. I'm never going to figure this out. I suck at tech. The tech is so hard. This is so confusing. Are those thoughts lined up with the action you want to create? <laughs> All you're doing is creating suffering for yourself. <laughs> Unnecessary suffering, right? So if we want to create a digital product, a lot of you guys are going to create your first product after this, right? If I want to create a digital product, tell me in the chat, what thoughts do I need to think when I sit down at my desk to be able to just do my work without indulging in all of the crappy thought land? Crappy thought land is, is optional. You do not have to go there. Okay, you need to develop the discipline of not indulging in your crappy thoughts. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think eating without thinking about the dishes. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh. Can you move your head bubble to the top of the screen? You're asking a lot of me. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to have my head bubble off so you guys could see the slides. But when I did that, people said they couldn't hear. So let me see. Um, I'm going to just say no. I don't know how to do that. Sorry. Let me try. I'll try turning it off. Maybe. No, I don't think that's going to work. I really don't think that's going to work. No, you're going to have to just deal with it. I'll read it. I'll read them to you. Actually, it says actions created with low quality fuel don't create results and are unsustainable. 
So if you're fueling your action mobile with all of your crappy thoughts, you create low quality results and you're not able to take action over a long period of time. This is why people can't execute on their plan for their New Year's resolutions all year long. They can only do it for a couple weeks because they're trying to drag that boulder of their crappy thoughts and feeling crappy up the hill, right? This is the other, so it's the thought feeling combo together that really makes the difference with this. And I'll offer to you one of the biggest things I, I see that stands in people's way from doing the action and getting the result is they feel overwhelmed. Who has this with their business? They feel overwhelmed. They feel stressed. They feel anxious. There's so much to do. There's so much. There's not enough time. Overwhelm creates usually the action line ends up being uh, overeating, avoiding your business, watching Netflix, scrolling your phone. That's what overwhelm, that's what the feeling of overwhelm creates. It does not create anything useful. You need to be aware what feelings create useful results for you. And if you actually start paying attention, being overwhelmed and being stressed out doesn't create anything useful for you over a long period of time. It is not sustainable, right? So if I know anything about business, it's that you have to take action consistently over a long period of time. <laughs> you guys get me? It's very hard to take action consistently over a long period of time if you're thinking, oh my God, I don't have time. When am I gonna do this? This is so much and, and creating a bunch of overwhelm for yourself. Overwhelm is not created by the amount of things you have to do. Listen to me. If you're struggling with this, I need you to hear this right now. Listen to me, okay? The amount of things on your to-do list does not create the feeling of overwhelm. Your to-do list is neutral. It doesn't mean anything until you have a thought about it. So there's your to-do list with a, guess what? Everybody has a to-do list with a thousand things on it, by the way, right? We all do. <laughs> Okay, so we all have our to do list with a thousand things on it. And then one person might think, I'm just going to do my best. I'm just going to do a couple of these things. I'm going to do my best. I'm going to I always get done when I need to get done. I'm just going to do my best and see what I can do. And then the other person goes to indulgent drama land of like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get this done. There's so much to do. There's so much going on. They create a bunch of anxiety. They create a bunch of overwhelm and stress for themselves. And when we're overwhelmed and stressed, our brains work less good. <laughs> no one's fucking coming up with their million dollar idea being overwhelmed and stressed. That's not the experience you want to be having in your business and in your life. Like you don't need to be creating that experience for yourself. So the amount of things on your to-do list is neutral. It doesn't jump into your body and create overwhelm. You create overwhelm with your brain, okay? Google Calendar, agendas, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how busy you are. That doesn't create overwhelm. It doesn't come from that. It comes from you. And I'm not saying this to be a jerk. I'm saying this to help you. Because if you think overwhelm is created by your calendar or created by your to-do list or created outside of you, you're basically on a victim ride that you can't get off of. Because guess what? Your to-do list is always just going to be growing. <laughs> That's how it is for me anyway. Is anybody else getting like, my to-do list is not getting any shorter anytime soon. Okay. Do we understand this? So your action. So 
this is the key to being able to take those long-term actions is the thought and feeling are the fuel for your actions. That's how we create the action. A lot of you guys are, are creating those results. You were sharing like laundry. You're like, I just do the laundry. I don't think about like, can I do it as good as someone else? I don't think about, am I worthy of doing laundry? I don't think you don't have any of those dramatic thoughts. You just do the laundry. You just put your socks in the, in the washer. But a lot of that is from the feeling of commitment. You're committed to making sure you and your family have clean clothes. You're like, this is just something I am committed to doing. You can post on social media with the same energy as putting your socks in the washing machine. <laughs> Okay. Well, a lot of us just do or the laundry. You just brush your teeth. You just load the dishwasher. And that's from the thought, whatever thought you have about that. It's, but it's usually the feeling of commitment, right? It's usually the feeling of like, this is just something I'm going to always make sure is done. You can have that same thought about your business. Do you see what I'm saying? You can have the same thought, feeling and experience in your business. So you want your launch, your social media, the, your email, the things you have to do, you want it to feel like feeding your kids. Like you're not going to not feed your kids because you don't feel like it. You don't have all this drama about like, like, is my food good enough? Or so-and-so's food is better. You're just like, I'm sure there's days where you're just like, I gotta, I gotta feed the kids. Like, what do you want? <laughs> and there's times where you probably aren't excited about doing it and you don't feel like doing it, <laughs> but you have a commitment to them and yourself, that you're always gonna make sure they're fed no matter what, it's non-negotiable. And you don't have to think about it and have a bunch of drama about it and give yourself a big pep talk to do it. You don't have to feel positive about it, right? You can just like go in the kitchen and make them a sandwich and it's not a big deal. And that's what I'm saying is like, we can borrow that same feeling of commitment that you guys have in other areas of your life. The same thoughts you're using to get stuff done at your job, the same thoughts you're doing to take care of your kids whatever it is for you, right? To do your household chores, you can borrow those thoughts and feelings and use them in your business so that it can be sustainable. You guys get what I'm showing, slowing down, throwing, slowing down. You get what I'm throwing down? Yeah, breakthrough, mindset overcomes overwhelm. Yes, write that down, Joy. <laughs> Y'all put that on a sticky note on your computer. All right, so we're talking about intentional results. So I already went over this a little bit. What is an area of your life you create results without drama? What thoughts do you use to take the action? We talked about that. Borrow thoughts and feelings. I just get ahead of myself sometimes, huh? Borrow thoughts and feelings from areas of your life where you are not confused. There's lots of areas of your life where you just figure shit out and it's not such a big, dramatic, emotional thing. You just figure it out, right? You do it all the time you know how to do it. What I want you to see is like, you know how to do this. This is something you already know how to do. There are actions you take consistently in your life all the time without drama. It's already a skill you know how to do. You just have to learn how to do it in this other area, okay? But you know how to do it. You know how to learn new things and not be confused. You know how to do things consistently. You brush your teeth, you load the dishwasher, you wash your socks. Like there has to be something you're doing in your life consistently without thinking about it and without the drama. And if you can do it in one area of your life, you can do it in the other areas of your life. And I'm telling you, this is a very, very, very important thing to learn when you're running a business. Because if you keep indulging in all of the up and down, if you stay on the baby entrepreneur roller coaster where it's like up and down and up and down and up and down, it is very hard to take the actions you need over a long enough period of time consistently. This is where people are stopping and starting. This is where people are pivoting and making weird changes all the time and changing their plan all the time, right? It's all from this. 
This is the game. You hear me? This is the game. All you have to do to get the outcome <laughs> is take the actions. And you take the actions by managing your thoughts and feelings. Okay? And guess what? That means if you're not taking action, you can't bully yourself. Who does this? You don't do the action. And then instead of looking at your brain, listen to me. When, the next time you go and you don't create the action, the next time you have a plan and you don't follow it, I want you to think about why. What was the thought you were having and what was the feeling you were having that created the result of you not doing the thing? What I don't want you to do is you don't do the thing and then you go, oh my God, I suck. I can't do this. This is horrible. I can't get anything done. I had this plan. I can't even do it. That is, that is not helpful. Everybody promise me right now that you will not do that. <laughs> okay. So the key to taking action is managing your thoughts and feelings. And that means not being an asshole to yourself when you're not creating the result. You, instead of being a jerk, and bullying yourself, you have to be curious about, that's interesting. I created the result today of watching Netflix, <laughs> of scrolling my phone, <laughs> of doing whatever, right? Whatever your, your flavor of procrastination is. We all have our, our favorite flavors of procrastination, right? You created the result of procrastinating. Be curious. Be kind, right? I always say I'm like, if bullying yourself and being a jerk, right, created action and results for you guys a lot of y'all would be real rich <laughs> okay <laughs> i know because i know what you guys are thinking because i coach you every week <laughs> people you guys are hard on yourselves especially where my mom's at you guys are so hard on yourselves um people love to think they don't know how to create results in their business but you create them the same way you create any other results can i get an amen okay let's go we're going on to the next slide so i want you to tell me in the chat what is a big result you want to create? For most of you, it should be either making your product or if you have a product, it should be selling however many of them, selling 20 of your product, right? So if you don't have anything to sell, a good thing for you to create would be your product. <laughs> that would be a good result for you to create, right? If you already have a product and you're not selling it, a good result would be selling 20 of them and making sales or however many you want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah tv off for a week to think i like that yep when you guys create action who's who do, uses the 11th hour to create action you're still creating action with your thoughts you're still creating action with your thoughts all you're doing is you're using like you're using that as a deadline and then your thought is that you can't miss the deadline and you have to get it in and you're gonna do it no matter what and like whatever thoughts, but you could just, there's lots of people that leave it to the 11th hour and don't get the result and don't do the deadline. So you can still borrow those thoughts and just decide to do it earlier, right? So the thoughts are like, I'm gonna make sure this is done. I'm committed to doing this and give yourself an earlier deadline. Guess what? If you wanna be up, this is some harsh truth. You guys want the real truth? I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> You guys are like, oh, no. <laughs> if you want to run your own business, guess who has to create and stick to deadlines? <laughs> guess who? Guess who is your only employee in your business right now for a lot of you? Who has a one employee business right now? You're the only employee in your business right now. If you hired an assistant and you were paying them, 
and they could not get shit done on a deadline. They could not do things when they did. They would come to you and tell you, I just don't know. I'm like very confused. I don't know how to do this. If they showed up the way you're showing up in your business, would you be happy paying them hourly? Be honest with me. Some of you guys are like, oh no. <laughs> Maybe some of you are like, yeah, I'm doing my work, but I know a lot of you are not. <laughs> yeah, me, yeah, only employee, yeah. <laughs> so if you have a one employee business, and your one employee cannot set deadlines and hit them, your business is in trouble. That is a fucking problem. Think about that. If you were paying your one employee money hourly, you are paying with your time, by the way, which I mean, arguably, like you can never buy that back, right? But if you were paying one employee and that one employee was confused all the time and changing their mind all the time and telling you they were going to get things done and then not doing it, your business is in trouble. That is a big problem. Like you got some of you, do you guys see what I'm saying? So you have to be able to set deadlines for yourself and hit them. Like that's just a skill you have to learn. And I'm not saying it's easy, but that's the truth, right? A lot of people aren't going to tell you guys. <laughs> there's like a lot, I feel like there's a lot of business skills people need that like are just not talked about. I think hitting deadlines is really important right? You have to be able to say you're going to do things and then do them. Otherwise, it's like, what is going to happen to your business? You have one employee, y'all just told me you have a one employee business. Your one employee can't have hit deadlines, you are in trouble. Can't stick to a plan. You're in trouble. That business is going to have a hard time. And then we wonder why it's taking for freaking ever to get anywhere, right? So I want you guys to think about the result that you want to create. And then I want you to tell me what thought will keep you from creating that result, right? So some of you are going to make your products. Some of you are going to sell your products. Some of you guys are going to work on your social media. Some of you are going to get an email list, whatever. Think about the result you want to create. And I want you to tell me in the chat, what are the thoughts that will keep you from creating the result? What are the thoughts that are going to be like, you're a boulder. <laughs> we have our, like, we call them troll thoughts in the mastermind. Tell me your like favorite, your brain's like favorite troll thoughts. My brain's favorite troll thought it loves to offer me this. My brain, at least once a day for my entire life, it like pops up and it's like, hey, have you thought today that everybody hates you and you're the most annoying person ever? <laughs> right? That's what it fucking offers me. <laughs> so tell me in the chat, what are your favorite troll thoughts? What are the thoughts that are going to keep you from getting their outcome? Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't really think I can. Yeah, I can't do it. Not a helpful thought. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to buy it. It's not going to work, right? All that kinds of stuff. So you just want to think about that. You want to be on to yourself. That way, when your little troll thought pops up, you can just be like, you want to be the gentle observer of your thoughts, right? You can just let it float by like a cloud in the sky. You're like, oh, there's that thought. Faith said it was going to show up. Yep, there it is. Okay, got to get back to work. You don't have to engage with it. So what we do what we usually do is the troll thought pops up and it goes, Hey, have you thought like you're fucking annoying and everybody hates you? And then you go, Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> like, right. And we like climb on this weird ride with it and like go down this rabbit hole. You can just like, let it hang out there. Let it be there. And you could just be like, you are not your thoughts. You need to separate yourself from your thoughts. You can just observe your thoughts. Just let it hang out. Let it pass by. Not a problem. We don't have to get rid of it. We don't have to do just, just let it hang out, but you don't have to engage in it. Like it's the truth. It's just a troll thought. And we have human brains. Brains are always offering us weird stuff. 
It's just how it is, not a problem. We don't need it to go away, okay? And then what thoughts will guarantee, I want you to really think about this. What thoughts can you use that will guarantee the result? Like, you know, it is done. It is as good as done. You already know. I really love this example I heard on a podcast and I can't remember who said it, <laughs> but she was talking about, she's talking about thinking about business as if it's a movie, right? But someone told you at the end, this person makes a million dollars. Like you already know, like the, at the end of the, at the end of the movie, everything works out and they get the business they want and they go fucking live in Fiji and they make a gajillion dollars and they get all the things. And you already know that's how it ends, but you don't know the whole story, right? Somebody spoiled it for you. They told you the ending. Um, and, and then can you watch the movie and like let all of the craziness unfold, but you already are certain of the outcome at the end. And I really like that, right? It's just like, you know, it's all going to work out in the end. And we don't have to get so stressed out about all the things happening in the day to day because you already know at the end of this is, is a successful business. And you can guarantee that by just deciding, I'm just not going to stop until I get the outcome. I'm just not going to stop until I get the results I want. It's pretty guaranteed, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go on the next slide. I also lost my glasses. You guys see I have no glasses on. That's why I keep like leaning over at the screen trying to see what you guys are saying. <laughs> I can't see anything. <laughs> All right. So here's some sneaky thoughts for you. You guys tell me in the chat if you have any of these sneaky thoughts. These thoughts create the result of you not taking action and not getting the outcome you want. So if you're not taking action, it's not because you suck. It's not because you're bad as a person. It's not because you're, it's because you're having probably one or a bunch of these thoughts or thoughts like this. That's why you're not taking action. When you understand that action is created with thoughts, then it's something you can do something about. But if you just think like I either take action or I don't, and if I don't do it, then it means I suck and I'm not good at this and I can't do it then you're just like on a losing cycle, which is what a lot of people do when they try to start businesses. So here's some sneaky thoughts. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> it's amazing how much action the thought I'm tired will create, <laughs> like, like not create, right? Who has this? My brain will be, my brain will do this to me. It'll be like, you've been working really hard. <laughs> my brain will be, this is my brain's favorite one lately. It goes, we had a lot of calls today. Right. I'll have something on my calendar and it'll give me this thought. It goes, you had a lot of calls today. You were on camera a lot. We're an introvert. We're very tired. <laughs> it's like we can't possibly watch the emails like we we were on camera a lot today. It's just so interesting. Right. Whose brain offers them a version of that? I'm tired. I've done a lot. You just want to watch it. Right. It's just a thought. I'll do it later. I don't need to do it now. I'll do it later, I think really kills a lot of dreams in the world, right? It's just like, I'll do it later. I don't need to do that now. I'll do it later. <laughs> this isn't going to work. Yeah, this isn't going to work. I can't do it. This is a waste of time. I'm never, it's ever going to happen for me, right? This probably isn't the right way to do it. I don't know how I'm doing it wrong, right? All of that stuff. Oh, this is my favorite one I didn't put on there. My favorite one is the people that go, I got to do things in the right order so I don't waste any time. And guess what that thought creates? 
it creates them being slow and not taking action and them wasting their own time. That's all that thought ever creates. It never creates productivity. It never creates action. And it never creates what they're actually looking for, which is speed, right? Getting where they want to go quickly. So you got to be aware, like, are those thoughts beating you up or slowing you down? The thought, I'm going to figure out how to do this in the right order so I don't waste my time. The thought in general, like, I don't want to waste my time, usually just makes you slow and indecisive, and it creates the result of you taking longer to get where you want to go, right? It creates the result of you not getting the outcome, of you sitting around thinking about how to do things because you're worried about wasting your time, right? It doesn't mean don't be thoughtful, but you just got to be on to yourself, and I see this all the time, right? The tech is hard. Whose brain offers them this? The tech is really hard. (laughs) I'm really bad at it. My brain definitely offered me that after last week. (laughs) I don't have enough time right? I just don't have enough time. Sneaky thought. Feels so true, right? I don't have enough time. That's definitely just not a thought. That's definitely the truth. You got to be on yourself about what's a fact and what's a thought, right? So the fact is there's 24 hours in a day. Your thought about time is I don't have enough time, right? So there's facts and then there's your thoughts about those facts. And I don't have enough time is always just a thought, right? Other people, other people's ideas and offers are better than mine. Yeah. Who has that? They're like, so-and-so stuff is better. Why are they? Nobody's going to buy mine. Her program so much better. <laughs> what I have to say isn't that important, right? My stuff's not that good. My stuff's not that good. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. We like come up with these big plans, right? And we want this business. And then when we go to sit down and work on it, we try to like pretend like we don't really want it. Like we're like, I don't really want this. I don't even know if I want to do this. I don't even know if I need to do all this. <laughs> if you're not taking action, it's because of thoughts like this. It's not because you're unmotivated. It's not because you suck. It's not It's not because something is wrong with you. It's not because you don't know what you're doing. It's just because you're not managing your brain and your brain is offering you these thoughts. And then instead of just like letting them pass by, you're like thinking they're true or engaging with them and they're creating feelings, right? When we think like this, we create feelings in our body of heaviness, of defeat, of frustration. And those feelings don't create action. Like I was saying, your little, your little car, right? We got your little race car. You're putting all these like terrible feelings and terrible thoughts in your car and then trying to drive it and it doesn't work. Okay, let's talk about thoughts that you can use to create action. And if you have a good thought that you just use to create action, put it in the chat and you guys can borrow each other's. Don't borrow each other's bad thoughts, though. (laughs) You can borrow each other's good thoughts. If you have an action creating thought, put it in the chat. So these are some of my favorites. I'm just going to figure it out, right? So your brain goes, I don't know how to do it. You just go, that's fine, brain. Even though I don't know how to do it, I'm just going to try something, right? I'm just going to try something until I figure it out. Even though I'm tired, I still want to work, right? It's just like I tell my brain, like, yeah, that's right, brain. I did do a lot of calls today, and I still want to finish my work today. You guys see how that creates a different outcome? (laughs) It's like really simple when you break it down, right? It's like that creates a different outcome. If you're thinking, even though I'm tired, I still want to do, I want to work. That creates a different result for you. I love my business, and I'm excited to see it grow. A lot of us spend a lot of time thinking about everything we don't like in our business. We don't have this many subscribers. We're not making this much money. This is wrong with it. And this is wrong with it. And this is wrong with it. And I really think things grow. Things grow when they're nurtured. 
So think about if you were raising a child, your ba- your little, we talk about uh, your business baby in the mastermind, your little business baby, right? And every time your little business baby goes up to try to take a step, you're like, you suck. <laughs> I spent this much money on you and you're not doing anything for me. <laughs> like you're not growing fast enough, <laughs> right? And I really believe if you can love your business and nurture your business where it is now, It will create a better experience for yourself, right? It will just create a better experience. Think how, what a different experience you would have growing your business if you focused on loving it, if you focused on feeling love for it and loving it and being excited and thinking about the two email subscribers you do have instead of how you don't have a hundred, right? And the page views you do have instead of all the page views you don't have and the money you did make instead of all the money you're not making. Like you would have a much different experience building your business, right? And it's like, even if that like crappy thinking could make you the money, like, do you really want it? Like after all of that, like, I don't know. I don't really know if it's worth it, you guys. But the other thing is like, it just doesn't work, which a lot of you guys have tried doing it this way, right? Even if this doesn't work, I still want to try. So my brain will be like, this isn't going to work. It's not going to be able to do it. And I'll be like, look, even if it doesn't work, I still want to test it. (laughs) It's fine if it doesn't work. I'm just going to test it, right? I'm willing to be bad at this. This is a good thought for a lot of you guys to borrow. A lot of times when we go to take action, our brain will be like, we're not good at this. I'm not good at this. I suck at this. Everybody's going to know I suck at this. I'm bad at this. This this is the thought. Hear my voice. Listen to me. This is the thought. Your brain does that to you. You go, that's okay, brain. I'm willing to be bad at this. (laughs) Being willing to be bad at things will create a lot of results in your guys's life just in any area right but definitely in business like you need to be bad willing to be if you're willing to be bad at going on camera eventually you won't be bad anymore but if you're not willing to be bad at going on camera you're probably never going to get better at it because you're never going to do it (laughs) you're never going to want to do it but if you just make it a not a problem you're like it's not a problem that i'm bad at it it's not a problem that i'm bad at live it's not a problem that i'm bad at social media I'm willing to do it badly. (laughs) I'm willing to let, I'm willing to be bad and I'm willing to be bad publicly. It's not a problem. (laughs) That's a thought you can borrow. Okay. I choose not to be confused. So like I said, confusion and overwhelm are a choice, right? We call it, I talk about it being really self-indulgent in the mastermind. And it's like you indulge in confusion, right? You indulge in overwhelm. It's very self-indulgent. You can choose not, I choose not to be confused. It's a thought you can borrow, but you can also focus on what do you know? So a lot of times when we're indulging in confusion and indulging in overwhelm, we've run off. This is the sign, you guys. You're going to feel overwhelm. Think about what overwhelm and confusion feels like in your body. You're going to feel that in your body. And I can almost fucking guarantee you, you've ran off into I don't know land. I don't know this and I don't know that. And what about this? And what about that? And you're just indulging in all of the things you don't know. You got to like, take a minute. You just, when you notice this happening, you just bring yourself back. And I want you to ask yourself, what do you know? You guys saw me do this on the coaching calls. Someone actually noticed this and called it out. I didn't tell you guys the answer very much on the coaching call. If someone's saying something and I have some type of experience, I have a lot of experience in business and working on online business a lot of, that a lot of you guys don't have. So if I hear somebody saying something, I'll offer like a perspective sometimes. But most of the time when people are like, should I do this? Should I do that? 
I don't tell them what to do. I just ask them like, what do you know? If you have, this is one of my favorites. You guys can ask this to yourself. You'll see me ask this on calls all the time. I'll be like, if you had to guess, what do you think? And it's really interesting because when I, people will like swear up and down, they don't know, right? They're like, I just don't know. I have no idea. I'm so confused. I'm so overwhelmed. But then I'll talk to them for a little bit and I'll ask them like after a little bit, I'll be like, if you had to guess like what you think you need to do, what would that be? And they're like, oh, well, I would do this and this and this, <laughs> right? And I always tell you guys, like, if I gave you a million dollars, you would fucking figure out how to do it, <laughs> right? So you just want to be on to yourself, right? Because being confused and overwhelmed feels, it can feel really outside of our control and it can feel really true. Like that's just something we can't do anything about. Um, the other one, I've been saying it a nicer way, but the way I used to say it was, if you don't launch, if you don't launch your product, if you don't launch your website, if you don't do whatever your goal is, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to burn your house down. <laughs> now I say I'm going to give you a million dollars, but someone said in the mastermind earlier, she liked the house burning one better. So you can borrow whichever, but it's like, if you don't figure it out, I'm going to burn your house down tonight. Like all of a sudden you're like figuring some shit out and you're not so confused. And that's how, you know, it's optional, right? It's not necessary. <laughs> And then here's one of my favorite thoughts. It's like, what if this goes really good? It would be so fun. What if things work out? Like, what if this goes even better than I think it's going to go, right? We spend a lot of time being like, what if this doesn't work? And what if people laugh at me? And what if this happens? And what if that? Spend some time in like, what if it goes like, what if this goes good, right? That would be so fun. Like, spend some time thinking about that. Like, what if, sometimes I'll just like walk around and I'll be like, holy shit, like, what if I do it? Like, what if I actually scale to a million dollars? That would be crazy. I'm like, what if I actually do it? That would be so fun, right? That would be crazy. And I just think about how great that would be if everything works out, right? So just spend some time indulging in that. And it's easier to take action when you think there's a possibility of it, it might work. It's very hard to take action if you don't think there's any possibility of it working. Why would you want to take action, right? I'm going to talk about action versus hustle, Okay. So hustle is action taking, taken using thoughts that create feelings of stress, overwhelm, and anxiety. This is, these are the entrepreneurs that are like working hard and working all the hours, right? A lot of us know and have, and I've been this entrepreneur at times, like a lot of us know entrepreneurs that work a lot of hours and work really hard and do all the things and take all the action and they still don't have the result they want. Like they're still not making very much money, right? So you just want to be careful that you understand that the amount of action is not linked to the quality of the result that you get. Okay. You want to unlink them a little bit. We've kind of, we've kind of gotten on this bandwagon of like the harder you work, the more results you create. But a lot of us have probably, you can probably think of a time in your life where you were really dedicated and working really hard and you were not really creating any results that you actually really liked right? Usually what that creates is people feeling stressed and people feeling overwhelmed and then being burnt out and then having to take a break, right? It's very unsustainable. Like I was saying, like taking action with the heavy thoughts and the heavy feelings and just making yourself do it and trying to discipline yourself into doing it and like grinding it out. It's very unsustainable. And the game, remember, the game is taking the actions consistently for a long time. Okay. So this really doesn't work. Stress, overwhelm, and anxiety create mediocre results. So if you're using stress, overwhelm, and anxiety 
to motivate yourself to take action, it might work for some of you. It's talking about like down to the 11th hour and that kind of stuff. But it's very hard when your brain is functioning like that and all of your hormones are crazy and your nervous system is activated. It's very hard to be strategic and thoughtful and to innovate at a very high level. And that's what it takes to be an entrepreneur, right? I always say, um, you know, entrepreneurs get paid for value. Entrepreneurs don't get paid for hours. We get paid for value. You get paid for the value you put in the world. And all value comes from your brain, <laughs> okay? And if your brain is stressed out and overwhelmed and anxious, that is gonna impact the value that you can put into the world, okay? And that impacts your bottom line. And yeah, it's not sustainable and often results. I talked about the stop start cycle. Yeah, more hours doesn't create more results. So here's some evidence for this. A lot of people think when I leave my job, when the kids go back to school, when such and such happens, it's going to free up all this time, right? I'm going to free up all this time. I'm going to have all this time and I'm going to create so many results. But what usually happens is you create results at the level you create results at. So even if you add more time, you still usually create very close to the same amount of results you were already creating before. <laughs> Who said that happened? You're like, I have a whole day off. I'm going to create so much. And you kind of do like the same amount that you usually do, right? You're like, I have a whole week off. The kids are gone. I'm going to create all this. And you kind of create the same results, right? Maybe every once in a while we'll do like a big productivity day, but in general, over time, like, and I see this when people leave their jobs, it happened to me when I left my job, I was like, Oh, I'm gonna have so much time to work on my business. And I still just created the same output I was creating at my job, because that's, we output at the level we output, you know what I mean? So we just keep creating the same amount of results. And so what a lot of people do, and this is a thought error, and it's also just very unfucking helpful for a lot of you, because you guys think that more time will create more results you've kind of tied your hands because a lot of you have a lot going on. A lot of you are working as many hours as you can. Like you've got kiddos, you've got work, you've got all this stuff going on. You got life, right? We, we're people doing the peopling. We're always busy, right? And so if you don't have more hours to put in and you think I need more time to create more results because you've linked those in your brain, there's nowhere for you to go. And it is extremely unhelpful for you, okay? It is just not helpful. And I'm telling you, more time doesn't create more results. And this is what I see a lot too. You guys can tell me if you do this. A lot of times, I said this on a live stream and a bunch of the mastermind people thought it was really funny. But I said, what did I say? I was like, a, lo a lot of you, when you give yourself too much time to do things, it leaves too much time for like, fuckery, basically, right? It just leaves too much time for messing around. So if I have, if I have 20 minutes to write an email, I come in the office, I sit down, I write the email, I'm not messing on Facebook, I'm not thinking about this sucks, I'm not indulging any of that, I'm just writing it and going and sending it. And then I'm going and doing whatever I'm doing. If I give myself two hours to write an email, what happens? I sit here and I'm like, I don't know if this is good. And maybe I should redo it. And no, 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 no. And the quality is not necessarily better because you're so bad at managing your thoughts, right? We have all these crappy thoughts. It just creates more space to indulge in confusion, right? It makes the confusing thoughts and the negative thoughts and all that stuff so easy to indulge in because now you have all this time. <laughs> so most of the time, 
What we create when we have more time to do things isn't more results. What we create is more drama and suffering for ourselves. <laughs> okay. So hear me, like just really think about that. Okay. If you had more time, you would probably just give yourself more time to do things. You would probably just be slower and spend more time indulging in drama. That's what usually happens when you guys have more time, right? Just as humans, not you guys like specifically as individuals, just people, right? This is what we do. Um, so I want to talk about this thought because this is a really important one. The thought I should be doing more. Who has this thought about their business? I should be doing more. I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. I want you guys really hear me. I want you to spend this quarter, instead of thinking about all of the things you're doing, think about who you're being. <laughs> think about what you're thinking about. Like, have a little more self-awareness. Like, just focusing on doing and the actions and doing more, it's very low-level thinking, right? It, create, it requires very little self-awareness, and we like to do it because it's indulgent. But I'll tell you, if you can focus on who are you being, Right. So listen, so I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I'm not working hard enough. I should be doing more. I should be working on the business more. I should be getting more done. I should be further along. This is it's the one of the most toxic thoughts I see that almost all of my clients have when they come in the mastermind. It creates feelings of stress and anxiety. How do you feel in your body when you think about that? I should be doing more in the business. I should be doing more for my kids. I should be doing more, whatever, anything, right? But we're talking about the business. So I should be doing more in the business. I should be working harder. I should be outputting more. I should be doing more, right? How do you feel in your body? Most of us feel stressed, stressed and anxious and overwhelmed, right? And those feelings result in less productivity. They, you execute less. And you, when you do execute, you create lower quality outcomes. Just when you think about it, like this is not a helpful thought. And it's sneaky. I have a podcast about this. I think it's called Sneaky Thoughts. I should be doing more is a sneaky thought because we think it's useful. Because we are not used to thinking like this and we don't have the awareness around how our, what our brain is creating and what, how it impacts our results. We think I should be doing more is like useful to us. <laughs> so you guys think you're going to like stress yourselves out and overwhelm yourself so much that you're going to like output a bunch of stuff and it doesn't work. Cause what do you do when you're stressed out and overwhelmed? We eat the chips and the salsa. We watch the, we binge watch TV. We avoid working on the business, right? We scroll our phones. We sit down and who does the procrastinate work where you like sit down at your computer and you're like at your desk, but you're not really doing anything you need to be doing, right? You're like on Canva. You're on like Pinterest. I like my favorite procrastinate work is like, um, Skyping like my friends and like talking to you guys on Facebook, like that kinds of stuff. That's what it creates. So you just want to be aware. I should be doing more. You want to be aware of what that creates for you. It doesn't create more results. It creates stress and overwhelm, which makes you less efficient and less effective. <laughs> Listen, do you want an employee that's stressed out and overwhelmed and panicky and beating themselves up all the time? Or do you want an employee that's calm and strategic and makes thoughtful decisions about your business? Which employee do you think is going to make you more money? You have to be the employee that's going to make your business more money because you're the only employee right now. 
Okay. If you're one employee, it's just like running around thinking about how they should be doing more and just lowering their productivity, feeling stressed, feeling anxious, outputting very little, making all kinds of weird business decisions. You guys do weird stuff, right? <laughs> we do. We get like, do like, we get stressed and overwhelmed and all crazy. And then we'll be like, I'm going to like start a bakery. <laughs> like we don't do our highest level, best decision making when we're stressed out and overwhelmed, right? Hustle action comes from a less managed mind and creates less quality and ends up requiring more hours to create results. So when you guys are creating results from hustle, from I should be doing more, I'm gonna stress myself out and overwhelm myself so that I make myself do it and then I'm gonna do a bunch of things. Your work is less quality and you have to work more hours to get the result. <laughs> So you literally create the result you don't want. <laughs> when you are calm, when you are strategic, you can be thoughtful and make good decisions for your business. You can do precise, high-level work, which is what is required to make money, okay? High-level, thoughtful thinking. That will make you money. We have to stay out of stress, overwhelm, hustle, weird, frantic land. Like That is not how you want your employees to be operating. You get me? All right, let's talk about negative emotions. I'm getting up to the end. Listen up, I'm almost done. Negative emotions. Most of the things you're avoiding are just because your brain is trying to avoid discomfort. When you're willing to feel any feeling, you will create so many more results. I want you to think about this. A lot of you guys are avoiding Instagram or avoiding making your product or avoiding selling the product you have. Why? Most of the time, it's because you don't want to feel disappointed, right? You're like, what if it doesn't work? I'm going to feel disappointed. <laughs> That's usually the only, <laughs> the only consequence a lot of you guys have is like, if something doesn't work, you just feel disappointed. That's, it's, I'm telling you guys, it's so great. Like at the beginning of your business, you have so much freedom and flexibility and time. And it's like the least amount of consequences you're ever going to have. Because eventually you'll build your business up and testing new things can cost you thousands of dollars, <laughs> right? It like literally costs you so much more money to try new things and it not work once you have a big business. When you're starting, it's like most of the time the consequence is just disappointment. <laughs> it doesn't even usually cost you guys any money, right? So it's like, well, I don't wanna, I don't wanna launch because what if no one buys, right? And then it's like, well, what if no one buys? And I'm always like, answer that. When your brain gives you questions like that, you answer that. And the mastermind knows because I say that on the call when someone does that. I'm like, answer that question, right? So if no one buys, well, then I'll feel really disappointed and I'll feel really bad. And it's like, okay, are you not gonna do it because you don't wanna feel disappointed? Like that to me is not a good reason for you guys not to do things. So here, let me, this is something else I need you guys to understand. There's no right or wrong choices, right? Remember how we talked about that? There's no right or wrong choices. There's just liking your reasons, deciding on something and deciding to like your reasons. I do not like the reason of you guys not launching, of you not going on camera, of you not doing whatever it is, because you don't want to risk feeling embarrassed. You don't want to risk feeling discomfort. You don't want to risk feeling cringy, right? I don't, you don't want to risk feeling disappointed or sad, right? And it's like, you just can't get the results you guys are after 
right? The people that come to me have big visions. I know that you guys have big visions to walk out. You wouldn't be here listening to all this. Like people that don't have big visions do not care about this kind of shit, <laughs> like at all. <laughs> this is like not interesting to them. They don't care, right? But you guys want to do something. You want to do something and create a result or you would not be listening to this. Um, and if you want to create those kind of results, you're going to have to feel disappointed, you're going to have to feel frustrated. You're going to have to feel sad sometimes. Like, that's what it is. That's what the game is, right? I know everybody is selling you guys like $10,000 months and laptops on the beach. And it's so fun being an entrepreneur. And it is. It's the best personal development you'll ever do. It will change your life in so many ways. It's so totally worth doing. And sometimes you're going to feel sad. You're going to feel embarrassed. You're going to feel cringy, right? That's what it is. That's what the game is. Okay. But if you're just like, you know what, I'm willing to be disappointed and you're clean about it. It's so much easier. This is what happens though. This is, this is where we get in trouble, right? So we do the launch. No one buys. We feel disappointed instead of thinking I'm going to feel disappointed because no one bought in my launch and I worked really hard on it. And I, I want to feel disappointed about that. I'm disappointed. I didn't get the outcome I want. I'm disappointed about that. What we do is we're like, no one bought in my launch and I feel disappointed because I suck and I'm stupid and this is never going to work and my product's never going to sell and no one's ever going to buy it and my launch is dumb and I don't know what I'm doing. And we pile all these layers on top of the disappointment. You don't have to make it mean anything. You can just be disappointed. <laughs> like you tried something and you worked really hard on it and it didn't work. It's totally fine to be disappointed about that, but you want to be clean. Don't layer all of the other shit on top of it, right? So we make it mean like my business isn't going to work and all my launches are going to fail and I don't know what I'm doing and I'm not going to be able to figure it out. You don't have to indulge in all of those thoughts because you're disappointed. You can just be disappointed. No one bought your thing and you worked really hard on it. That's clean. That's fine. It's not a problem. And it doesn't have to mean all of the other really painful things, right? So you want to feel negative emotion without piling on all of the other shit on top of it and creating a bunch of pain and suffering for yourself. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? And this is the difference between buffering. We call it buffering in the mastermind. So buffering are the things we do when we feel negative emotion in our body. And it's like, I feel disappointed. I'm going to online shop. <laughs> I feel embarrassed. I'm going to go eat some chips. Um, I feel scared. I'm going to go watch five hours of Netflix. Buffering are the things that we do to avoid our feelings. And our culture is rampant with this because we're not taught how to process our feelings and we're not taught how our brains work. We're not taught any of this stuff. Isn't that crazy? Think how different your life would be if this was just taught to you when you're a kid about how to create action. <laughs> this is a pretty important thing to know how to do, right, with our brains. Um, but the buffering is like, I feel disappointed. I'm going to run away from negative emotion. In our culture, we do that a lot. And this is where we get the over drinking, the overeating, the overspending, the indulgence, right? The watching hours and hours of TV. A lot of it is just buffering negative emotion because we're like, I feel disappointed. I don't want to feel that. Chips and salsa time. I feel disappointed. I don't want to feel that. Online shopping time, right? I feel disappointed. I don't want to feel that. I'm going to have a beer. That's buffering. I want you guys to like, just be willing to just be disappointed. It will pass. It's just a feeling. And when you're just clean about it and you're just like, yeah, I worked really hard on the product and no one bought it. And I'm disappointed about that. And I'm going to allow myself to be disappointed. And I'm willing to sit in that feeling and honor it a little bit. 
it passes so much easier. So I always talk about emotions are like toddlers. <laughs> like, you know how like sometimes little kids, like they just need you to acknowledge them. They just need like attention. They just need you to see them, right? And if you don't acknowledge them, what happens? I have a very needy dog who has a really needy animal. Like sometimes I, he just needs me to acknowledge him. And if I don't do it, what happens? He gets more and more annoying and more and more obnoxious and more and more ridiculous until I stop what I'm doing and I acknowledge him. Your feelings are kind of like that, right? If you avoid them and we're buffering and we're trying not to feel them, it doesn't take you anywhere useful, right? They just get louder and they manifest in weird ways. But all they really want is just for you to acknowledge them and feel them a little bit, just, just a little bit even. A lot of times if you're just really willing to just feel really disappointed in your body, you're not probably gonna need to do it for very long either. That's the interesting part, right? It's like, the more you do this stuff, the faster you're e able to process through the negative emotion and all feelings are temporary. So you don't need to be afraid of feelings. You don't need to be afraid of being embarrassed. You don't need to be afraid of being cringy, right? You don't need to, what are, what other feelings you guys feel? You don't need to be afraid of disappointment. Like it's all part of the human experience. I'm always like human brain doing human brain things. This is what we're doing in human bodies. I'm like, while I'm in a human body, I'm here for the whole thing. I want the whole experience, the good and the bad. And guess what? Whether you want it or not, it's going to be there. So it's just a lot more peaceful if you decide that you're willing to do it and you want to do it. Because if you spend all your time avoiding it, you're fighting a war with no ending. You're just creating suffering for yourself, right? I always say this in the mastermind. When you want things to be different than how they are, you create suffering for you. Right. So when you're like, I don't want to feel disappointed, I don't want to feel feelings, I don't want to feel bad. Right. When we're arguing with reality, you create suffering for you. When you want people to act different, if so and so, if so and so would just support my business, if my boyfriend would just tell me my business is a good idea, if people would just leave nice comments, if this or that. When you want things to be different than how it is, if the, I just wish the business was making more money. I've been working so hard. It's just not making any more money. When you want your business to be different than how it is, when you want people to be different than how they are, when you want situations to be different than how they are, all you do is create suffering for yourself, especially things you can't change. And unfortunately, you guys are, you're always going to feel negative emotions. So we might as well just decide we're here for it. We're going to do it and we're available for it. And then you're not creating extra suffering on top of your disappointment. You guys get me? So that's the difference between buffering and processing. Okay. This is so important. Someone else's strategy only works for you if you have their exact thoughts and feelings. So I could tell you every single thing I did for this launch. I literally have it in a document. <laughs> I have every post we made, every email I sent, everything we did to get ready for it, everything we did for the bundle, everything I did to create the content, how I, all of it is documented because we run these launches every three months, right? So I reuse a lot of this stuff and we kind of use each one as a little template, right? So I don't have to like start from scratch every time. I don't give that to you guys because I don't think it's helpful. You have to stop looking for someone to tell you the step-by-step -step how to do it. You have to build your own business. Every business is different. There's no template. <laughs> There's no guide. There's no how-to. I promise I have spent a lot of money working with like a lot of people because for a long time I was convinced that the people making more money like knew some secret thing that I didn't know. And it's just not true, right? 
And so I could give you my exact strategy for the launch, but you're not me. I have a specific personality. Things work better for my specific personality, right? I have a specific relationship with my audience. I have a specific niche. Like I'm, I'm positioned a specific way, right? So there's all these things that are unique to me. I have specific thoughts about you guys and I have specific thoughts about me and the business and the world. And so this specific strategy works for me with my thoughts and feelings and my beliefs and my personality. It won't work for you. Probably some of you guys have seen this where it's like, I'm going to try, I'm going to do exactly what they're doing. And then you do it and you're like, this is not fucking working at all. I hate this. <laughs> right. So I just wanted to give this to you guys really quick, especially for those of you that aren't going to come in the mastermind, you need this. And this is something we teach in the mastermind. So you need to understand in order for your business to work, you have to have a way for people to find you. How are they going to find you? No one can pay you if they don't know you exist, right? So are you going to do reels? Are you going to do TikTok? Are we going to do YouTube? Are we going to do ads? You need to make a strategy for Q3 about how you're going to work on people finding you. You have to be able to get people results ahead of time before they buy. This is my sales strategy. This is how I like to do it. I get people results ahead of time. I'm going to help you for free, right? And then you have something awesome to sell and you have a system for selling it. If you are not making money, one or all of these is broken. All you have to do is figure out which one is the most broken <laughs> and go work on that one for 90 days and then reevaluate your business and look at like, are people finding us? How are they finding us? How can we get more people to find us? Are we getting people results ahead of time? Are we nurturing them? Are we helping them? How could I help them more? How can I help my community more? What do they need? What are they stuck with? And then having a really great offer, right? Is there anything you can add to your offer? How can you make it better? Which parts of your offer are people, are they going all the way through it? Are they consuming all the content? Are they getting the outcome? How can you get people better results? Remember, you got to build a reputation for being someone that gets people results. The best thing you'll ever do for your business. I promise you. So you always want to be looking at your, your offer, making it better and making sure you're getting people what they want from it. Does that make sense to you guys? So this is a simple business plan. If you join the mastermind, you get modules on each of these, and then you do my 90 day planning workshop and you make a plan. But if you're not in the mastermind, you've got to be aware. Um, don't be overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, I don't know what's working and I don't know what to do. It's one of these things. <laughs> just fix, if some one of these is not working, fix it. <laughs> and you just keep making them better and better, right? I'm always doing this. I'm always doing these things. I'm like, how can we get in front of more people? How are we going to get leads? Um, what can we offer them to help, right? What can we do this quarter to help them? How can I make the mastermind better? How can I make sure they're getting results, right? How can I make my system for selling it better? How can I make my live events better and more juicy and more fun for everybody? So you're just always going to be evaluating these three pieces. So just evaluate your business and make a plan. You're going to create, you're going to look at those parts. You're going to create a plan. You're going to execute it for 90 days with the same energy that you do when you, you put your socks in the washing machine or you brush your teeth. You just execute. You don't have to have any drama. So interesting because a lot of people think like they have to have like full belief all the time or they can't take action. I'm like, you don't have to have full belief to take action. You just have to be committed, right? You just have, you just have to have the energy of commitment. 
there's lots of things I do all the time that I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm committed to testing things and I'm committed to trying new things. I'm committed to being an innovator. So you're going to execute for 90 days, line up your thoughts and feelings, stay in the productive thoughts, right? Not the crappy thoughts. Stay out of like, I don't know land, remember? Um, so line up your thoughts and feelings with the result you want. And then after 90 days, you're going to evaluate the outcome. And then you're going to make strategic business decisions. Okay. Remember a decision you're making in your business because you feel bad or you feel like it's not working or you feel defeated or you feel frustrated. And then you make some weird business decision. That is not a strategic decision. Do not make decisions in that energy. You evaluate the results. You look at the data. You look at the data, right? I was talking to someone the other day and she told me, she's like, my launch was a flop. It was horrible. She's crying. Like she's very upset. It's like horrible. It went so bad. It was just awful. And I worked so hard on it. And I was like, oh, and she's like, yeah. She's like, I only had one person buy like the whole time. Only one person bought. And I was like, oh, and then I was talking to her. And then I just happened to ask, I was like, well, how many people went on your sales page? And she's like, four. So she sold one out of four people. She had a 25% conversion rate. I'm like, that is not a failure. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, that is not a failure. There's a lot of things to celebrate in that, right? And if she had looked at that because she felt disappointed because she only made one sale, if she had made a decision, she would end up throwing that whole program out, being like, it's not going to work. This isn't going to work. People don't want it. It sucks. Nobody wants to buy it. She could have made a really bad business decision, right? You got to, you got to look at the data. Don't go like, oh my God, I'm disappointed. Let me change my strategy. Let me throw out my program. Let me start all over. Don't do that. Look at the data. You can figure it out. Like, why isn't it working? Get curious. Like, look at the data. How many people opened the emails? How many people went to the page? Like, there's clues you can follow. Feeling bad is not a good clue, not a good place to make decisions from. All right. I got some calendaring tips for you guys. And then I think that's it. I'm, I'm almost done. I swear. I know I keep saying that. <laughs> so you want to be clean about when you're working and when you aren't. I am a big advocate of having office hours where it's like, I'm going to work from nine to 10, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to work every day when I get home from work for 30 minutes. I'm going to work for two hours on Saturday. The reason that I like doing this is because it makes people clean and it makes them have boundaries about when they're working and when they're not working. So what I see a lot of entrepreneurs do is they're extremely unintentional with their time. So it's very unclear in their brain. When are you working on your business? Like, when are you going to do that? Right. And then they have the thought all the time, like, I should be working. I should be working. I should be working. They're like watching TV or hanging out with their family, but feeling like in the back of their mind, they're like, I should be working on the business. I'm not working on the business enough. But when you set office hours, it's like, yeah, I'm going to work on it Saturday, nine to 12. That's when I work on it. <laughs> and you don't have to think about any of that. If you can't do office hours, that is fine. But you have to manage your brain and be very clean. When you're not working, do not think about the business. Don't think about it. You can have like ideas and like fun thoughts, but don't be like, don't be like having it in the back of your brain all the time. This is why people get burnt out because they never actually like disconnect from your business. It's really important and it makes your work better. So what happens is you sit down and you're like, okay, time to work. And you do high level work, your best work. And then you sign the fuck off 
you 40, 40 minutes. If you guys would just sit down and like really be focused, work with focus and work with urgency for 40 minutes and then sign off and not think about the business anymore. A lot of you would get a lot more results. Right. But what we do is we're like, we're kind of working here and we're kind of working there. But then when we're not working, we're like thinking about how we should be working and feeling guilty. And then when we are working, we're like half ass working and we're like on our phone and like not really sure what to do. And we're trying to figure out what we needs to be done. Like that is not strategic. Okay. So this is the other thing. So you need to know when you're working and when you're not working, when you're working, be focused. When you're not working, don't think about the business. Don't think about how you should be working. Right. Think about how much you love what you're doing, how much you love watching TV, how much you love being with your family, how much you love whatever else you have to do, cleaning your house. I don't know. Focus on that. Don't be in the back of your mind all the time thinking about how you should be working on your business. It's not going to create better results for you. I promise. So what I want you guys to do is think about calendaring a specific result. The other thing people do is they put really big projects on their plate. And then that also ends up being very overwhelming and confusing to them. Right. So they'll put on their calendar, like work on business or like create product. And then you sit down and you're like, what the fuck do I need to do? <laughs> you do not want to be sitting at your desk trying to figure out what to do in the moment. You want to know when you sit down, what result you're going to create. Otherwise, don't sit down at your desk. Don't do it. <laughs> sit down at your desk to create a specific result. So you're like, okay, I'm going to do market research and see what else is in, the, in my niche. And I'm going to pick my name for my product and outline my modules. I know how to do that. And then I know if I stand up, I know if I did it or not, right? So you want to calendar the result that you want to get, a specific result, not work on the business, not work on the product, like record module one. <laughs> and you should know when you sit down what you're doing. <laughs> Just so much easier to manage your thoughts that way. And then you don't indulge in a lot of like, should I do this? Should I? A lot of people just spend half of their work time doing this. Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. Oh, what are they doing on Instagram? Oh, somebody's on the Facebook group. Oh, should I work on this? Should I work on that? And the next thing you know, 20, 30 minutes has went by. Such a waste of time. It's just like sit down and work and then sign off and be done. Like it's just a better way to run your life as an entrepreneur. I promise you. And it'll make you so much, your work will be so much better because you'll be producing like, you produce at such a higher quality when you sit down to create a specific result and you know what you're doing and you know how much time you're giving yourself to do it and you just do that and then you're done. Okay. Here's my favorite rant lately. This is pretty triggering. A lot of things I say are triggering to people, but this is like really triggering to people. You control how long things take. So we like to tell ourselves that like the email just takes however long the email takes. And like, I don't know how long the digital course will take. It just takes however long it takes. Imagine if you did this at work. Imagine if you had an employee doing this. Imagine if you told this to a professor, if a professor was like, hey, your paper is due on this date. This is what it is. This is when it's due. And you went, I've never written a paper. I don't know how long it's going to take me. I have to do the research and I have to go to the library and I just don't know. They're going to laugh directly in your face. Things take the amount of time you give yourself to do them. If you give yourself two hours to write an email, the email is usually going to take you two hours. If you give yourself 20 minutes to write an email, it's going to take you 20 minutes. 
but you have to decide that you're going to learn to become someone that can create that result in that time. And you're going to get faster by trying to do things faster. You don't get faster by just letting things take however the fuck long. (laughs) Right. It's like, it's like, I don't know how long the course is going to take. It's like pick a launch date and get it done. Like have some type of time boundaries. Right. Can you imagine if you had an employee and you were like, hey, we're going to do this course. This is the name. It's going to be five modules. I need it um, in two weeks. And they were like, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take to record the modules. (laughs) Like you're just like, it's just not how things work. Right. It's like you decide how long things take. Right. And you can develop the skill of making really great work in less time by trying to do things faster. And you don't try to do things faster when you just let things take a million years. Give yourself less time to do things. It will make you think at a higher level. It will make you learn how to do things faster, right? I don't have to work very many hours to get a lot done because I just sit down and I've been working on being someone who's fast. For a long time I had to, because I had like five businesses, (laughs) five jobs. (laughs) But, you know, and it made me become someone who's really fast. Right. And the quality of your work is better. This is the lie. It's like more time creates better results. I don't think so. I think a lot of times you create better results and better work when you're working with focus and urgency and you're not indulging and fucking around and wasting your own time and procrastinating and all of the mental drama. When you just sit down and you work and you're focused, that's when you create your best work. And a lot of that comes from not giving yourself so much time to do things. Give yourself less time to do things. So those of you who has a course idea that they're going to execute after this, give yourself a deadline and hold yourself accountable. Like when you're in business, no one else is making me do my work. No one else is making me do anything. Like I don't have anybody holding me accountable. No one is going to make you do your work. You have to hold yourself accountable. Pick a date. And just decide that it's just going to be done, just like any other job you guys do, right? You don't go into a job and just like let things take however long. You're like, you finish things, right? By the deadline, because we control how long things take. You have, it's like a leverage point you can like impact. You guys get me? You can become faster. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) Yeah. And more time doesn't equal better execution. All right. I have some announcements. Hold on. So make sure you guys enter the giveaway. We have some really good prizes. I'm going to be giving them away on Monday. To enter, um, you watch all three workshops and you share your takeaways from each one with the hashtag. Um, And then, oh, and if you do them on video, we're going to give you two entries. If you do all your takeaways on video, we'll give you two entries. And this is a really good giveaway. You guys want to enter. And then when you're done, there's a Facebook post in the group and you put a GIF under there, just letting us know like, hey, I did all three days, like enter me in the giveaway. So I'm giving away like my big course, Soulful Selling Strategy, which is awesome. Scared to Scene, which is my course all about getting over the fear of being on camera. I have some workshop bundles. We have some mugs. We have a whole bunch of stuff to give away on Monday. So make sure you guys enter. All you have to do is watch the videos, post your takeaways from each day using the hashtag, and then post on that post and let us know that you did it. And then the replays will be on the podcast for you guys this weekend. Like I said, I feel like that's fair, right? I let you guys come for free. I did all of this for free. You can just listen to it for free. You don't have to buy anything. 
and the replays are on the podcast for the weekend and then we're going to be pulling them down so just make sure you listen to them if you want to listen to them again if you want to listen to them while you're walking around if you miss one of the nights like go back and watch it and make sure you catch up this weekend and then make sure you guys watch all three and enter the giveaway and then i'm going to go live monday at noon eastern in the pop-up group um and i'm going to do the giveaways i have a special mastermind bonus I'm going to announce if you're in the mastermind, you're going to want to come to that. Just trust me. You guys are getting, I feel like we do this every quarter for you, but you guys are like seriously getting hooked up. So come, I'm going to tell you guys all about it. And then if you have any questions about joining the mastermind, I will answer all your questions. I'll tell you all about it. I'll break it all down for you guys and the card will be open. So then you guys can go get in if you want. Um, you know, you get coaching from me, you get my mindset course, you get my 90 day goal setting workshop, you get everything you need. I coach in there. If you liked the zoom coaching we did, we do that every week in the mastermind. And I actually think our coaching calls in there are a lot better. So yeah, becoming boss mastermind is opening on Monday. I have a little member video for you. It's very cute. If I can switch my thing. No. <laughs> Why am I so bad at this? Mastermind. 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 The mastermind. 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 Joined mastermind. 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 In the mastermind. You gotta do the hard things. Faith uh, literally kicked my butt. It was incredibly useful. She always tells you what you need to hear. The community aspect, I think, is just extremely underrated. Went from not making any money in two years to my first launch was $665, which was life-changing for my family. To not be afraid. I have had so many transformations. I'm literally not the same person. It's the most amazing space to possibly want to be in. It's been really empowering for me. Connect with others. People who truly care. Getting one-on-one -on -one clients but starting a podcast all within 24 hours. I do co-working sessions all the time. I love getting to hear what other people are doing in their business, what they're working on, exciting things. It's also that they are so diverse. Uh, so there's social media, there's mindset, there's writing, uh, there's uh, mail lists, uh, the, the faith partners uh, are, are the best, are simply the best there are. Now's the time. I do love the mastermind. I've been a member for a year and a half. The amount of work that I have gotten done since I've been in the mastermind is it's crazy. Be able to do lots of things that I never in a hundred million years would have done without the mastermind. I'm understood, I'm accepted, I'm loved, I'm able to share what's going on both personally and professionally in my life. And you get what you need when you need it, it's there for you. Faith, content, and coaching are fire. The mastermind just came at the perfect time. Everybody was so supportive and so awesome. And that's just what the mastermind is. Like a safety net that's always there. I made more money than I had thought I had. 
Um, and I had a lot of exciting things happen. It's given me so much confidence to go and do things that I didn't know I could do before. I just want to tell everyone. It changed my whole life. I love faith. And I honestly don't ever plan on leaving the mastermind. If you are afraid, if you're scared to be seen on camera, if you have a dream, if you have a vision and you want to get there and you try to get there, but you're stuck or you're struggling or you're afraid to do the things that you need to do to get to where you need to be the mastermind is definitely where you want to be i was about to give up on monetizing it and trying to turn it into a, a job and a lifestyle but uh, faith and the mastermind are really helping me and that has made like a huge huge difference biggest breakthrough i didn't do anything for years i was so scared of putting myself out there it's changed everything for me i have the mastermind to thank for that i went from starting wanting to start a business two years ago and then joined Mastermind and went from no product to a beta product that I sold for $27. I've gotten very clear on my messaging and who it is that I am going to help. And I've gotten more done in these four weeks than I've gotten done in a year and a half. We're all different, but we're all the same. And like Faith always says, like it's very interesting how we all really much think alike. We all have the same type of thoughts. I now have the mindset piece to help other people and have confidence in myself and my business. Who have found the women that are in the mastermind supporting each other from totally a non-competitive way. Like I can't wait in the mornings to wake up and you know, see who's on, see who who's doing what in their business. And I've just never met a more supportive group of people, you know, making true friendships with women. How amazing this has been for me and the transformation. And it's this place where I can go and be supported no matter how silly I may think my problems are. I can't even imagine I'm trying to do business without them and their input and their encouragement. It's breakthrough after breakthrough. It's just so amazing and we get four or five hours training a week. The Facebook group became such a close-knit group of um, friends. Doing that work for the past year has changed my life internally and externally. My husband has noticed a difference in just how I deal with everyday life and like how do you put that into words like so supportive I never would have done this so transformative incredibly supportive and celebrating each other's success and console each other during failure not only do you get coaching by faith once a week you get coaching by the other co-coaches but all of the trainings and, and mini trainings and all of the bonuses that faith has for us I mean, it's just available to you whenever you need it. And I've taken my income from pretty much zero to over $3,000. Doesn't matter what country you're in, how old you are, what your niche is, gender, it really doesn't matter what you're bringing. There's equal support for all and it's a really special community. It's a wonderful place to um, brainstorm ideas, meet people from all over the world. I have friends that I have met now that are from all over the world, all over the country. Is that what I've made here actually is a business. I'm so grateful and thankful to have found Faith and her team. Thanks Faith. Thanks Mastermind peeps. Like I love you girls. Join the Becoming Boss Mastermind. You will be blown away.
All right, you guys. That's all I have for you guys. I'm losing my voice. I did see if you guys posted and you didn't use the hashtags, just go in the comments and make sure you use the hashtags so we can search and make sure you find them. Um, and it'll be a whole bunch of different winners. So it's not just one person winning everything. It's like, we're going to give away a whole bunch of stuff to a bunch of different people. Just so like more, I feel like it's more fun if more people can win. Don't you guys think? Um, the mastermind will be open on Monday. I'll email you guys about that. This was really awesome. Thank you guys for being here. I feel incredibly lucky to have you guys. And I love talking about this stuff and teaching about this stuff. And, you know, the fact that people <laughs> want to listen to me talk for two hours, like really means a lot to me. It's like, honestly, a dream come true. So thank you guys for being here and being part of my community. And I'll see some of you guys in the mastermind and I'll see you the rest of the quarter and the rest of you guys, hopefully I'll see you at the next live event. If you missed any of the replays, we did put everything on the podcast. So if you're like, I'm not sure if I saw everything or I don't know where to find it. We put the, we put everything on the podcast for you guys. So that's the best place to go. Um, and that's that. So I will talk to you guys soon. I will be live on Monday to do the drawing. I can answer questions about the mastermind. I'll tell you guys all about it. We have a ton of really great bonuses. It's a lot to explain. So I really want to take the time to help you guys make a good decision and tell you guys exactly what it is. And I'll do that on Monday. Okay. All right, you guys, I hope you guys have a great, great rest of your week. Thank you guys.